This Monday, January 29th, NBA Betting Picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And there are only a few days left to get 15% off of everything in the SGPN merch store with promo code PLAYOFFS. Again, that's promo, promo code PLAYOFFS. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, January the 29th, currently 11-10 on the East Coast, here to get into the 12-game schedule here in the association on the Monday docket. And joining me, as usual, on these Monday episodes, I got my guy here with me, the superstar of the show, the villain himself, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Oh, man. I mean... I'm great. I'm amazing because not only was I the only person on the NFL gambling podcast to get the Super Bowl, uh, whose Super Bowl future is still intact, by the way. Super Bowl future is still intact. But I get to come on any show that I can and just sing the praises of how Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> and and nobody saw it. Nobody, everybody said the Chiefs were done this year. Muno, nobody gave the Chiefs credit. Nobody. Who who stuck by him? You did. This guy. It, I was I was a loyal fan. Shout out to the Chiefs, and they gonna win it all because Brock Purdy's a game manager, not a game changer. Look, Chiefs get it. I mean, it's been pretty impressive. For I think the doubt that people had is that their roster wasn't has hasn't been as good. It doesn't as matter when you have the greatest quarterback of all time. And I was going to mention that for what Patrick Mahomes has done as having in the conversation, at least for me, I think Brady for me is still one. Mahomes is two right there for me as You're well. You're just late to the party. It's okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be at the party already lit. I, I would have already had pregame. I'd already drawn. I'm probably wasted on the corner of the Patrick Mahomes is the goat party. And then y'all are going to be showing up late. But it's fine. It's cool. You keep our seats warm for us. That's what that's what you do. Um, but yeah, for him to go on the road to Buffalo to Baltimore and get the victories that they did, uh, pretty impressive. And they're headed again to Vegas for Super Bowl. But, but he can't go on the road and win a playoff game. He can't. Apparently, but he can't not. go on the, on the road and win a playoff game. So afraid. Oh, he's going on the road. Go play the playoff game. Man went six straight AFC Championship games. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes Senior. <laughs> Um, told me that that guy can't go on the road and go win a playoff game. He won two. Two weeks till we see if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can get it done for his third Super Bowl uh, going up against in a rematch. That didn't happen long too long ago in the Super Bowl between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. But hey, we're tired to talk about the hoops. We're here to talk about the hardwood. Uh, maybe not a lot of people pay attention to the weekend of basketball, um, especially maybe yesterday. Um, but uh, Friday, it started to run. I'll let you know, another... I didn't watch a thing yesterday. 
I didn't watch the thing. I ain't watching. Don't ask me what happened yesterday. I ain't watch um, a thing. Friday, I think we'll quickly mention because we got a lot of get, uh, games to get to here tonight. But uh, we saw Devin Booker had a pretty incredible scoring performance, only to be outdueled uh, by Luka Doncic, who finished the game, I believe, with seventy three points uh, in their game. Uh, it was funny because it's it's funny that that it happened that way because Luka and Devin Booker kind of have this like like beef with each other. And in a night where Devin Booker scored 62, Luca's like, nah, I'm going to go out there and score 73. Uh, but well, he had an incredible point know, performance. When Devin Booker scores 60 points, he's 0-3. I didn't know that. He's 0-3 when he scores 60 points. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was like 60-plus points. He's 0-3. Same thing with Cat. He's, he's at that Cat level then because, what, Cat had 62 in that game. Yeah, both uh, of them had 62 and yeah, lost. And lost, yeah. Um, I think the only game that kind of stood out to me was the double was it double overtime or triple overtime game between the Lakers and the Warriors game on year. Saturday night. That was a really good fun game to watch. Uh Lakers do end up getting the victory in that game 145-144. LeBron hits two clutch free throws uh at the Say end that of the again. game. LeBron free throws. LeBron making two clutch free throws. LeBron <laughs> making two clutch free throws. <laughs> Uh, to ice, well, not they ice the game because they saw an opportunity there to uh, win the game. Did the um, Curry or did the Warriors, especially with Curry on the floor, he could make it from anywhere on the floor. But nonetheless, they didn't have any timeouts. 1.2 seconds left. Uh, the Hail Mary fell short, and the Lakers did pull away with a victory 145 144. I think that's really a couple of main points that stuck out to me. Uh, Terrell, did you have anything you want to mention before we get to the games? Man, uh, one Denver. Everybody had all that to say about Joel and B not playing against Denver, and Denver didn't even cover the game. All that to say, said all of that about jo- Joel and B didn't need to play. Clearly, Paul Reed gave him thirty and thirteen. Shout out to the greatest center that's always underutilized, Paul Reed. I mean, that was a game they didn't have Maxi in Tobias Harris either. No, right? they didn't have anybody. They didn't have anybody. <laughs> they didn't have anybody. Paul Reed came off the bench and gave him. 30 and 13, Pat Bev gives you 17 and 11. Come on, yeah. bro. And I'm supposed <laughs> to, and, and you know what? For like, for everybody that's trying to sell me on Denver this year, I'm not buying it. I'm not fucking buying it. I am not buying Denver. It's, it's tough to win back to back, especially this modern age of basketball. But I think Scott uh, shares the same sentiments as well, that we're not really sold on their bench either. Not, not, the first part of it is it's hard going back, winning back-to-back titles, but I just don't think they have the depth this year. I mean, last year they had Bruce Brown, uh, who was pivotal in their run to the finals and winning the title, but it's just like this year, it's just a different team. And they haven't been uh, very good on the road either thus far this year. Have the Denver, uh, I was going to say Denver Broncos, the Denver Nuggets uh, this year. But what else? Anything else? Against the 76ers, they talking about we wanted Joel and B to play in the game. Joel and B ducking smoke. He didn't need to play. Clearly, they almost won the game. I, yep. I just uh, the only last thing I got to say before we get to the games is that Luca, in his interview after scoring seventy three points, said, "Yeah, we got a great team. Shout out to the team X, Y, and Z. Dog, you had seventy three. <laughs> it wasn't no team. <laughs> it wasn't no team, bro. You had seventy three. It was no team at all, bro. It was you. It was all you." Yeah, uh, Dallas gets that victory uh, in, where are they playing? Was it Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta, um, 148-143. In regulation. 
Yeah, I don't know if Luca had maybe an extra chip going into that game because they traded him uh, for Trey Young uh, on draft night, but um, yeah, maybe there's something there. I don't know. But... Yeah, bro, he had 73. It was no team. The team did nothing. It was you, bro. The only <laughs> two people was in double figures that game. It was all you, bro. <laughs> it was all you. Uh, all right, Toronto. Anything else from? Uh, no, let's go. All right, let's go. Before we, we actually. Sleep. Yeah, we got a huge slate here tonight. Before we actually get into the games here for tonight, Paul, yes, indeed. Uh, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. All right, Fantasy gives you the opportunity to play alongside your favorite fantasy players, whether it's in the NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college uh, football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win up to 100x with some spicy plays. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. Terrell and I will put together an underdog fancy entry here for tonight so you can watch along, make your own picks, and maybe make a little cash over on the Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up using promo code SGPN, you'll get a first deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that is using promo code NBA SGPN for a first deposit bonus of up to $100. Unrock Fancy, again, using promo code NBA SGPN. All right, let's get into the games here tonight uh, for the Monday schedule. Terrell, first game on the schedule, go to the New York Knicks. They are in Charlotte here tonight to take on the Hornets. Currently, the Knicks are a nine point road favorite in this game with a total of 221 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams to start here with the Knicks did receive the news this morning about Julius Randle uh, no significant injury to his shoulder sprain he's only going to be missing a couple weeks here he'll be reevaluated at that point but him and Mitchell Robinson are out for this game for the Charlotte Hornets LaMelo Ball is questionable here tonight along with Frank Milikina. Uh guys that are officially out are going to be Gordon Hayward and Mark Williams for the Charlotte Hornets so LaMelo Ball uh, questionable here tonight, along with Frank Milikina and Mark Williams is out, along with Gordon Hayward. Terrell, start with the side here, minus nine in favor of the New York Knicks. They are in Charlotte here tonight. What are you thinking? I mean, we got Brunson. I feel I feel like it, as long as we got Brunson, it's a chance here. But and honestly, I mean, this is the spot that you kind of want to back the Knicks when you start looking at this Knicks team and what they've done since Tibbs been here. They're one of the best teams on the road as a favorite believe it or not. So whenever they are the expected better team and they go on the road and they get out of that hell hole that is Madison Square Garden, then they play really, really good basketball. It really is a hell hole. And they, they play really, really good basketball and they're able to compete and they cover the line a lot. This Charlotte Hornets team is underwhelming to say the least. I, I don't trust this team. I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. As long as I got Jalen Brunson, I'm going to feel like I have a chance. Honestly, Ju- yeah, regular season Julius Randle is a dog. But, like, I, I feel like as long as you got Jalen Brunson and OG Anobi anchoring the defense, this Knicks team always got a chance to cover the line. And they're clearly way better than this Charlotte team. I'm feeling chalk and just laying the nine, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned the Hornets have just not been very good, especially, uh, I mean, at all, uh, covering the spread overall this season. One of the worst teams covering the spread. They are overall 10 and 34 straight up, 16 and 28 against the spread. And at home this season, Charlotte Hornets come into this game with a 5 and 16 straight up record at home and only 8 and 13 against the spread. They failed to cover 
I'm sorry, they have failed to win. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're one and nine over their last ten home games. Uh, they are five and five in that span uh, against the spread, but they have failed to cover five at the last six spreads uh, at home this season. So, I think even despite without uh, Julius Randle, like you mentioned, uh, you still have Jalen Brunson. They're still, um, you know, one of the better defensive teams ever since they made that trade for OG Ananobi. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I talked about this with some other friends. Is that since we turned the calendar year? Uh, for the New York Knicks, they've just been a monster covering the spread and winning games. Twelve and two straight up, eleven and three against the spread, um, and they're also twelve and two towards the under uh, in those yeah. games. So I'm with you. Lay the chalk here, minus nine with the New York Knicks. Do you have any thoughts on the total here? Two twenty one and a half. I think I just want to. I'm trying to. I don't want to back the whole total, and it's really because you have the New York Knicks, who over the past five games, uh, one of the top, no, the top team defensively over the past five games, giving up 101 points per game. Whereas you look at Charlotte, all the way down there at 23, giving up 121.4. And so, does Charlotte allow the Knicks to run up and down the court and run the score up on them today? Possibly. Is Charlotte going to be able to score on this Knicks defense? I don't know. I really don't know. So I'm kind of looking to back a team total, either a Knicks team total over or a Charlotte team total under. Uh, I'm leaning more towards the under than the over, but what say you? Yeah, I I think I agree with you what you mentioned about the Charlotte uh, team total under in this game. You take a look, last five games, uh, New York Knicks, second best defensive rated team, only trailing the Cleveland Cavaliers. And like I mentioned, right, since the we turned the calendar year in 2024, They've been holding opponents to 104 points or 100.4 points per game. Um, and on the road, they've held opponents to 104.4 points per game. So um, I think they'll clamp down defensively. I talked about it as well that Tibbs has his guys, right? He has guys that are blue collar guys that will die for those 50 50 balls and, uh-huh. you know, pay, uh, play hard nosed defense. Uh, talk about Josh Hart's of the world, the OG Ananobis, you know, Jalen Brunson. I know maybe not the greatest defender out there, but he'll put in the effort as well. So. Um, and Isaiah Hardenstein, I don't think we've talked about him enough. Rebound the basketball, give him that rim protection, especially with Mitchell Robinson being out for this team. So um, I agree with you 100% what you said, either Knicks team total over or Charlotte Hornets team total under in this game. Uh, player props, you're looking at it, what you got? Uh, well, no Randall. Let, let's just push all our chips in with Jalen Brunson, man. Let's push. I mean, yeah. who's, who, who's really who's going to pick him up and guard him? Honestly. Like, who's picking them up and guarding them? And I really, it's really not even just the points, but I'm looking at a PRA, like a PA. Uh, that, the usage for Jalen Brunson today is should actually be astronomical. Like, I, yeah. he really should have the ball in his hands every single possession, multiple times a possession probably. Like, I just don't understand how he doesn't get extreme usage in this game with no Randall for the next couple of weeks. That's good. The scoring is going to go down for the Knicks because Julius Randall is going to give you 20 X 20 to 30 points a night. So Jalen Brunson is going to have to pick up on that. We'll see if OG Anobi will be able to pick up on that. Dante DiVincenzo, like how is this Knicks team going to end up scoring over these next few weeks? Cause I don't think it's just going to die off. It, it all rotates back to me for Jalen Brunson. Two games last year, Jalen Brunson uh, without Julius Randle in the lineup, uh, 48 points, nine assists against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then 27 points, eight uh, assists against the Washington Wizards. And this was back end of March, March 31st and April 2nd uh, for Jalen Brunson. So 
yeah, I mean, definitely the shot volume is going to be there for sure, 100%. And like you mentioned, who is really going to be able to stay in front of Jalen Brunson in this game? Don't see a lot of other props out for the Knicks side. I was maybe looking at Isaiah Hardenstein rebounds. Um, mm-hmm. More maybe if if depends on who's going to be that starter. If it is Josh Hart, I would probably look at Josh Hart rebounds as well in this game. Um, OG's points are at 18 and a half. If you want to pivot away from Jalen Brunson uh, in this game, I think he should definitely help out on the offensive side of the basketball as well for the New York Knicks. Uh, anything else for this game here, Terrell? No, no, I think I'm good. All right, next game on the board here. Let's go over to the LA Clippers. They are traveling to Cleveland to take on the Cavs. Currently, the uh, Clippers are a two and a half point road favorite here with a total of 225 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams here for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Darius Garland is out. Ty Jerome is out. Uh, Evan Mobley is questionable uh, for this game. And Donovan Mitchell is probable for the Clippers. A pretty clean injury report. Only person that is going to be out is uh, Zubac, who is dealing with a right calf strain. Uh, Terrell, let's start with the side here. Minus two and a half in favor of the road team, the LA Clippers in Cleveland here tonight. Whoo, wee. Big win for the Clippers this weekend, huh? Uh, maybe not in your mind, but maybe for others. <laughs> Go on the road at Boston, seven and a half point dogs. I would, I believe it was. Yeah, it was like six and a half, seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, excuse me for uh Boston in that game. So here's my question for the Cleveland Cavaliers because. They've been playing a lot better basketball as of re- recent and going into this stretch, but the Clippers haven't been as well. Is there any type of drop-off in this non-conference op- opponent coming into town after you just had a mini-series basically against the Milwaukee Bucks? Like, is that an angle that we can take in this game? Because as of right now, for me, if we're just going off of who's the better team, it's clearly cl- Clippers here. Yeah, but the better team doesn't always win these matchups, and so is this is this a spot where the Cavs are kind of feeling themselves? They just kind of you know got that bounce back win against the Bucks, had a little mini series there, competitive. Are they are they coming into this game kind of mentally exhausted? I think my first question was why is this line only two and a half for the Clippers? Because like you mentioned, it should be more, right? They just beat the be they just beat the. The Celtics is seven point dogs on the road. Yeah. And they're laying two. Yeah. And like you mentioned, that they are the better team. Um, are the Clippers and the Cavs at home this season, they've pretty much been playing almost 500 basketball as far as covering the spread. 11 and 10, 11, 10 and 1, ATS 14 and straight up. But as a home dog, they're also just one and four. So this line was a little fishy to me. And usually when it smells a little bit, I usually go towards the other side and taking the Cavs here. It just seems too easy with the Clipper or with the Clippers. Jared Allen should dominate and have a good game. I see the chat talking about Afro Man. Uh, I think he should dominate and have a good game. They should probably win the rebounding battle. We'll see what Evan Mobley does. What is Evan Mobley good for? 15, 20 minutes tonight? It's been 22 games. Yeah, I would probably put in that range. So maybe up. And this is this is this smells. This smells. I would have made the Clippers like four, maybe five. I'm going with Cleveland. I don't like it. I'm not betting this. Actually, if I bet it, I'm taking the the total. I'm not even 
playing the side because I think this game is going soaring under, soaring under in this game. Yeah, Clippers. I mean, they've won three of their last four road games. They've covered three of the last four road games, which was against the Grizzlies. Okay, I don't know how much we can take away from that. They lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves, beat the Raptors, okay, and then they beat the Celtics. I think that was like an ultimate get-up spot for the Clippers going into Boston. This kind of feels like that Minnesota Timberwolves game where the Cavs pull it out like 109-105, going to your total bet that it does go under this number. Uh, of 225 and a half right now. So, and again, like I mentioned, Cleveland over the last five games and season long, they've been one of the better defensive teams. Um, they're number one defensive rating. Yeah. I mean, the defense got better with Mobley out. <laughs> the defense yeah. got better. That's insane. You look at what they're doing the last five games and they're giving up 103 points per game. Clippers, 10th in the NBA. That's second in the NBA behind the Knicks, by the way. And then 10th in the NBA for the Clippers, giving up 110 points per game. You look at uh, in terms of uh, of rating and defensive and offensive rating, Cavs actually have the number one offensive rating over the past five games. You got this Clippers team who was fifth, not offense, I'm sorry, but the number one in defensive rating over the past five games. Yeah. You have this Clippers team who was fifth. You have both of these two teams that really don't push the pace at all. You're looking at uh, where are they at? Middle of the road? 14, uh, so, 14 for the Cavs in the last five games and yep. 20 for the Clippers. So mm-hmm. if anything, they push more to a slower pace game, medium pace game. Don't really expect for it to be running up and down the floor buckets for this game. I, I mean, maybe the Clippers get up offensively, maybe, but I, I think that the Cavs sneakily are going to be in this game. So if I think the Cavs are going to be in this game, it means that they're holding the Clippers offensive turnout and this is going to go under. It just kind of feels like one plus one equals two. You have two really good defensive teams. You have two slow-paced game teams, and you have a crazy line that looks weird, and it kind of tells you that this Cavs team might get it done. How are the Cavs going to get it done? It's going to be an ugly game. So I, I that might be my lock for the day, under 225 and a half. Uh, the Clippers, as an away favorite this season, eight and five towards the under, uh, holding opponents to right around 110 points per game. But, yeah. Um, I think your 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 handicap is spot on that if the Cavs are going to win this game, it's not going to be by outscoring the Clippers. You're going to have to play some hard-nosed defense um, and like they have been all season long. So I'm um, with you on that under player props. What are you looking at? Uh, well, I talked about Jared Allen earlier. He's going up against Mason Plumley today? Yeah, Mason Plumley should be getting the start. Mason Plumley t- slash Dale Tice? Yep. <clears throat> uh, barbecue chicken. Let me get a let me get a PR a PR on uh, Afro Man today. That number is sitting at Jared. Allen. Although I really hope Evan Mobley doesn't come in here and fuck that shit up. Twenty seven. That'll piss half. me off. That'll piss me off if Evan Mobley comes in and fucks up Afro Man's production. Uh, let me see their schedule because if they are, my guess would be Evan Mobley if he doesn't play tonight. It'll either be Wednesday, and then they have a back-to-back Wednesday. I mean, it's not like he's going to play today. Yeah, he's just upgraded to questionable, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm sticking with Jared Allen. Jared Allen's been a cash cow for, like, the past month. Yeah, his PRA has been cashing, or even his uh, rebounds and assists have been cashing. Um, 
uh, at a very high level uh, with Jared I mean, just Allen. Listen, listen to these numbers. The numbers are actually like insane when you think about what Jared Allen was doing before this. 24 and 14, 21, 12 and 5, 14, 11 and 4, 14, 11 and 2, 21, 13 and 3. Then you got a 10 and 14 still here. Like, that's still not even bad. The 12 and 12, like, yeah, 29 and 16. Like, how do we fade this? I mean, like you mentioned, the only way would be is if uh, Evan Mobley is back here tonight. It just takes away some <clears throat> of the production that Jared Allen has been doing. His rebounds are at 10 and a half at minus 140 currently over on DraftKings. But, I mean, I don't hate that number. You read off no. the numbers there for his rebounds. I'm an Evan Mobley guy, but if Evan Mobley fucks up the Jared Allen props for the rest of the season, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Evan Mobley, I'm sorry, Jared Allen has had at least 11 rebounds in every single game he's played in in January. <laughs> he's so, bro, all right, all right. It's, it's Jared Allen. I'm just going to keep rolling with Jared Allen, man. Um. All right, do you have anything else? I'm going to be pissed if Evan Mobley fucks this up. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. All right, uh, before we get over to the next game on the schedule, let me tell everyone about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. And peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. It's tons of fun of social features that give it a feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds to create your own bets. Cut handles the payments out of things so you never have to chase anyone down for money. They have social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much more. You can get cash back also on um, every every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Reminder that Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. So are all players by hit rate to learn which players, which plays are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And last but not least, Roster brought to you by the SGPN merch store, 15% off of everything in the merch store. Now to the end of the uh, month of January by using promo code playoffs. Look, we're competing against the other shows for a bonus. So help us out. Help out the NBA gambling podcast. Go to the merch store. Make sure you buy yourself something, but make sure you use that promo code playoffs for 15% off of everything in the merch store. Breaking news. Ben Simmons is available to play today. Welcome back, Ben. Welcome back, Ben. I'm telling you, one way or another, this is going to be great for the league. It's going to be great. It's going to be great for the league one way or another. Welcome back, Ben, because we're about to get so much good content from Ben Simmons. 
Oh man, you know Ben Simmons made highlights, highlight headlines, and he won't even play in. You heard he was about to fight Killer. Yeah, <laughs> Killer was about to get into it. Hey man, welcome back, Ben. Oh, welcome back, Ben. I can't. I'm so happy for this. <clears throat> All right, next game on the board here, Terrell. Let's get over to the New Orleans Pelicans. They are in Boston here tonight to take on the Celtics. Celtics are currently a eight and a half point uh, home favorite here with a total of 236. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams here, start with the Pelicans. Um, particularly in the injury report, uh, everybody is a go in this game for the Pelicans. For the Boston Celtics, Al Horford is questionable. Uh, Luke Cornett is doubtful. Kristaps Porzingis is questionable as well. He has a left ankle sprain. So uh, two starters are questionable here tonight, Al Horford and Kristaps Porzingis. And backup center, Luke Cornett, is also doubtful here tonight uh, for the Boston Celtics. Terrell, let's start <clears throat> excuse me, with the side here, minus 8.5 in favor of the Boston Celtics hosting the Pelicans. Do you know the Celtics' record at home their last two games? 0-2. Very much so. 0-2. A little bit of a slump. Is my under ticket alive, (laughs) Moonoff? Is the under ticket alive here in January? (laughs) My win total under ticket, is it alive here in January, man? Come on. I don't know why you're asking me. I'm not taking this team, bro. Like... I'm just I'm not laying nine, eight and a half with this team. I'm going with New Orleans. Of course I am. Boston, uh yeah, like you mentioned, they've lost two games in a row here at home. It was against the Denver Nuggets. It was against the LA Clippers. Two Western Conference team. Hey, maybe that continues here tonight against the Pelicans, who have been relatively healthy, right? I think for me, excuse me, um, for this they Pelicans got team, the last two games too. Yeah, and that was makes me nervous about this Pelicans team because at home they have been pretty solid. Have the Pelicans on the road this season? Another team that's just playing right around five hundred basketball, twelve and ten straight up on the road, eleven ten and one against a the spread. They have their lost their last two road games against the Dallas Mavericks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, not really a look ahead spot going into Wednesday where they go to Houston to take on the Rockets, but. I think, you know, it's something similar to going into Boston, like the Clippers, like they're going to get up for this game. Mm-hmm. Anytime you see you're going up against one of the best teams, if not the best team in the in the Eastern Conference, at least from a record standpoint uh, in the Boston Celtics. So I think Jonas Valanciunas has a big night on the board. I know we'll talk about player props here in hey, a minute. Start your centers against the Celtics. Yep. Um, so I'm going to take the points here with you as well. Pelicans plus the eight and a half, but maybe a little bit of pizza bet or some beer money on the money line as well for the Pelicans. I think they, they have to bounce back sooner rather than later. They've lost throughout their last four road games as well. Um, so I think it's a good bounce back spot going up against the Boston Celtics who may be <clears throat> a little shorthanded in that front court. So, and again, they have guys that can rebound the basketball, right? I mentioned Valanciunas. I mentioned, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Zion can rebound the basketball. Brandon Ingram can rebound the basketball as well. So if they're able to limit the second chance points opportunities for this um, Boston Celtics team, I think they can definitely be uh, in this game, if not even winning outright. So Pelicans for both of us here. Terrell, any thoughts on the total here? 
All right, let's talk about something that I'm willing to actually handicap here. <laughs> All right, I think that the, I think that I would go for an over here. And if there's ever a, a Boston Celtics side to probably take, I think that it it more than likely is taking uh, their team total over here. You look at what New Orleans Pelicans, they're 23rd in the league in the past five games, 21, 121 points given up per game. And you know how this Boston Celtics team can get, especially when they get get going at home and able to score the basketball. And as much as I hate this team, I'll say that it is very uncharacteristic, very uncharacteristic for them to have 96 and 100 points at home in their past two games. Very much so. I'm not going to depend solely on them because I can't trust them for shit. But I think that they'll be able to do their part and the Pelicans will be able to keep up the scoring on their end and we'll be able to get to an over here. I like the over 230. What is it? 230. Uh, a total. So yeah, 236 and a half. Yeah. I'm sorry, 236 now. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I would like an over, but I, I don't think I would play it any higher than that. Once you start getting to 236 and a half, 237, any higher than that, I think I'm fine. But this is probably the highest I would play this total and just give me an over. Yeah, I'd probably look at a Pelicans team total over here in this game. Um, the last two games here, like we talked about, the two losses that they, they've taken, the Boston Celtics, they've scored 100 points against the Denver Nuggets, and they only scored 96 against the Clippers. And we talk about this Pelicans team that they have the guys that can play defense, right? They have the the length and the wingspan that can really maybe limit Jason Tatum or even Jalen Brown in this game. Talk about the Herb Jones of the world, the Trey Murphy's of the world, Jose Alvarado coming off of the bench, who's just an absolute pest. Um, and you have, you know, the the length up front and the size up front when, you know, Valanchunas, Zion, we know can jump. We know Brandon Ingram also, you know, six seven, six eight, that also can, you know, defend as well. So I think the Pelicans can have some success on offense in this game. I'd probably look at a Celtics team total under in this game. It seems like they've just been struggling against some of the better teams in the Western Conference as far as uh, putting up points. So um, I'll take the boss. Sorry, yeah, Boston Celtics team total under uh, in this game. Player props, what are you looking at? Let's see. Mm, I'm kind of feeling my guy Trey Murphy today. I feel like I haven't said his name in a long time on the show. Let's just get that call. Points. I didn't do any. I didn't do anything like that. But you, it, it was pretty obvious. You kind of highlighted it earlier. We're taking Valanciunas, and we're just yeah. going to take Valanciunas over. Dale Tice gave this team 18. 18. off the bench. Eighteen. You start your centers against Celtics. You play them. That's that's the play. Eighteen. Tice. Eighteen. In twenty twenty four. I'm actually really pissed at myself that I didn't try to play that. Because that was a great revenge angle that I, I, I just – it fell by the wayside, and I didn't play it this weekend, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself. Yeah. Tyson I'm really, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, Boston, I'm really yeah. disappointed thinking about that. I, that was such a good angle, and you know how happy I would be to hit that prop. I'm really disappointed in myself. But um, I'm not focused today. We're taking Valanciunas. Yeah, he has – or sorry, his points are 11.5, rebounds are 8.5. Um Rebounds are way too low. Yeah. The last two matchups, he only had four rebounds each. So I'm trying to see who actually rebounded in that game for the Pelicans. Um, seemed like it was a team effort. The highest rebounder was Larry Nance Jr. coming off the bench who had eight. Um, but yeah, again, 
I think Valley should have success on the boards here tonight. He's had at least nine rebounds in four straight games, averaging 9.8 rebounds over the last five games. Um, so, yeah, Valley rebounds for sure in this game. That's at eight and a half. Uh, anything else you like? No, I'm really just – that's it. I'm just giving me Valley for the game. All right. He said it's at, his points prop is at 11 and a half. I think I'm a ladder him today. Yeah, if he gets to 20, I'm going to be the least surprised person in the room. All right, let's get over to the next game on the board. Here we have the Phoenix Suns. They are headed down to South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. Uh, sorry, the yeah, Phoenix Suns are headed to uh, take on the Miami Heat. Uh, currently, the Heat are a three and a half point home favorite here with a total of 229 and a half. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, uh, for Phoenix, not yet one submitted because they did play yesterday um, against Orlando, I believe. And for the Miami Heat, a uh, pretty clean injury report. Man, this is the shortest re- uh, injury report I've ever seen for them. Uh, a lot of guys that are on G League are two way assignments. Um, but everybody is to go in this game. Uh, let's start here with the spread here. Terrell minus three and a half in favor of the uh, Miami Heat. Are you implementing your rule here? hundred percent. hundred percent. Why would I go against it? Why would I go against it? They're screwed. I just want you to know the Heat are screwed. They have a clean injury report. They're screwed. <laughs> they have no chance in this game. Like, let's be for real. When is the last time that we've seen the Miami Heat Look impressive with a clean injury report. Anytime they're fully healthy, they they lose. This is no shot. This might be my dog. No shot. No shot. This this same team that lost outright to Memphis last week and had people out. I think Jimmy Butler still played in that game. It's no it's no shot. I don't trust I don't trust this Miami Heat team. It's pretty it's pretty well documented. I talk about it plenty enough, but if, if there's new people to the pod and they don't know, Miami Heat since 2017 are hitting at about 44% as home favorites. 44%. You are making money if you just constantly stick to the system and fade them as home favorites. And then, and then if you sprinkle in on the money line, you're you're getting a boost. It's it's nothing to talk about here. <laughs> it's really nothing to talk about. I like I could not, I could really give a shit less who plays for the Suns today. Like I really could. I there's no line that you could set where I would sit here and say I'm gonna lay the points with you. Miami twelve and ten straight up at home this season, <clears throat> but eight and fourteen. Uh, against the spread at home as a home favorite this season. Uh, they've been better than historically. Eight and nine uh, is a number against spread, but still not covering uh, where you are profitable. They have lost two straight home games, which was against the Atlanta Hawks. They lost by a point, and then they got they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies by nine points. Um, I, would, I would just like the records to reflect that they lost those games as seven-point favorites and 11.5-point favorites. Yep. Respectively. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm with you as well. I know this line is moving. When's the last three? time the Heat won a game? Uh, let's see. When is the last time the Heat won a game? Is the it the last, Lakers? Golly. The last game was against the Brooklyn Nets back on January 15th. This team fucking sucks. They've lost to the Raptors, the Hawks, the Magic, the Grizzlies, the Celtics, and the Knicks. And now you have... Why are they late? All right. Okay. Whatever. Give me the signs. 
there's really nothing to talk about here. Yeah, I'm with you on the Phoenix Suns here. Um, the Suns should have success shooting from three points. Oh, is the chat time? realizing that Bam sucks? Is it, are we find, have we finally got here, chat? Have we finally realized that Bam is just somebody you shouldn't bet on? There's like two or three games or opponents throughout the year where Bam is really good against. But other than that, like he's like never even on my Bro, it's radar. So much, life is so much better when you <clears> don't have to worry about betting Bam. Like when you just when you realize that hey, you don't have to make every bet, and there's not I I should never have to stress that Bam out of bio is gonna go and be a fucking center and rebound the basketball. I, I mean, life is so much better when you don't have to bet Bam, man. So much better. I don't have any. I don't have any stress, any worries. My hair's growing, flowing, no grays, nothing. Bam would literally piss me off. Like, there's times that Bam has actually pissed me off. I don't get mad at players when they don't when I lose a bet <laughs> because it's my fault. I handicapped it, but Bam actually pisses me off when he doesn't hit a line. <laughs> um, I'm uh. I'll mention this during the player prop section, but let's get to the total oh, here. Two twenty nine and a half. <laughs> uh, two twenty nine and a half here on total. It, I really don't trust the Miami. It's because okay. I don't trust the Miami Heat to score, but I really don't think Phoenix defense is like that. I'm I'm not going to take an over with the Miami Heat, so I'm going to continue to take unders. But uh, give me a. <sighs> Just I'll take the under two twenty nine and a half. I tried to sell myself on the Heat team total under, but I really don't want to. I don't want to play that game with Phoenix today. I really don't. Yeah, I didn't have much on the total here. Um, Phoenix look at on my. Go ahead. What'd you say? No, I was gonna say Phoenix on back to back situations four and three towards the over. So I mean, not a huge sample. Yeah, you look at what uh, the Miami Heat are doing, and they've actually kind of stepped a little bit down defensively. But you know that this is a team that always gets up for big games and get in big spots. So. Um. Uh, yeah, I just I can't. This team really struggles to get to 100 points. The thing on like, how do I take an that, over? How do I trust them to go over? I think you probably want to look at maybe a Phoenix team total over, but again, we don't know who's playing. Um, Miami fourth worst rated defense over the last five games, but they're also throughout they're giving up. They are the worst three point. Um shooting defense over the last five games. They're allowing 16 makes per game, uh, mm-hmm. and they're allowing opponents to shoot 46.5% from three-point land. 46.5%. So when you possibly have Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Grayson Allen coming into your building, all these guys can knock down three-point shots. I think that might be a little bit of trouble for the Miami Heat here tonight. I gave up 125 to the Knicks, 140 to Boston. Yeah, okay. I could buy a team to the over. Uh, player props. What are you looking at? Well, not Bam. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck Bam. It's really, I really had some really, really bad losses with Bam, man. All right. If I'm going to trust anybody on the Miami Heat to score, it had to be Tyler Hero. Other than that, I'm, I'm really good. I really can't. It's really hard for me to handicap the player props on the Phoenix side of the ball because I just feel like we're going to get hit in the last hour with somebody randomly being out for this game. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really I, – I and I see the chat talking about KD. Well, he's one's got KD unders. 
<laughs> now people are trying to bet Bam unders. No, you can't even bet Bam's unders because when you bet his unders, he goes and he thinks that he's fucking Shaq. Like you just don't bet him. You just don't just don't play, bet Bam. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I'm really I'm really torn here because I just don't have the injury report and know who's gonna actually end up playing this game for Phoenix on his back back, but. Uh, more than likely, I'm probably going to back something scoring-wise on Phoenix side of the ball. But as of right now, I don't have nothing. Yeah, I mean, Devin Booker has been that guy, at least over the last three games, for the um, Phoenix Suns. 46-62, like we talked about at the top of the episode, and then 44 against the Orlando Magic in the loss uh, as well. So um, I'm looking at somebody to knock down some three-point shots. Bradley Beal's been like one of 10 over his last two games shooting from the three-point line, but I'm going to have to dig a little more into it um, and see because it's really been Devin Booker that's just been getting all the shot volume for this uh, Phoenix Suns team over the last three games. Um, Uh, I got to find Scott's uh, Suns prop. You know, Scott's been playing the Suns go down 10 and then win the game. Sounds perfect for Miami. Sounds perfect for Miami. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but it sounds perfect for Miami. Suns go down 10 and win the game. Uh, yeah, 100%. These two teams did match up earlier this season on January 4th in Phoenix. Phoenix got the victory 113-97 in a game where Bam had 28 and 10 points. But Grayson Allen finished that game with 31. Bradley Beal had 25. Devin Booker had 20 and 10 assists in the game that Kevin Durant uh, did not play in. For the Phoenix Sun. So if you want to make a note of that uh, for this game, you got anything else? <laughs> the chat saying, uh, David Jones in the chat saying, definitely bet the Suns live from a Heat fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get on to the next game on the schedule here. Uh, as Terrell mentioned, the return of Mr. Ben Simmons here tonight um, for the Brooklyn Nets. They are hosting the uh, second favorite team of Terrell's, maybe the Utah Jazz. Uh, they are uh, currently sitting at a pick'em uh, with a total of two thirty-five and a half. Looking at the injury report, let's start here with the Utah Jazz. Uh, pretty clean injury report. Only guys on there are guys on two-way contracts to the G League. For the Brooklyn Nets, um, Dorian Finney-Smith is out. Uh, Dayron Sharp is out. Uh, Mike Terrell mentioned earlier that Ben Simmons is back for the Brooklyn Nets. But other than that, um, everybody is a go in this game here as well. Uh, so pretty healthy squads here for both teams. Um, just a couple of role players for the Brooklyn Nets that are going to be out. But currently sitting at a pick in this game between the Jazz and the Nets here, Terrell. What are you thinking about the spread? Screw the spread. Do you have a line on Ben Simmons' points? Um, let's oh, see. They're, they're terribly afraid of giving us a line on Ben Simmons' points right now. Nothing yet. Oh man, they're they're horrified. Oh, I can't hammer the under. Hammer the under. I wish he was starting. I would I would play, and at some point I'm gonna do it when he gets back into the starting lineup. I'm going to play a Ben Simmons first basket yet under on points play. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. I'm just letting you know. It's going It's going to happen. It's going to cash. I don't know when it's going to cash. I don't know when Ben gets into that spot. Honestly, truly, if they could put Ben Simmons in today for Spencer Dinwiddie, and they probably win this game because that's how bad Spencer Dinwiddie has been. That's how yeah. bad he's been. They could probably insert Ben Simmons for Spencer Dinwiddie right now, and they would probably win this game. 
No shot. I'm taking the Nets. Give me the give me the Jazz, man. Utah's inevitable. Yeah, I like the Jazz here as well. I mean, this Nets team has just absolutely just fallen off a cliff. I know we talked about it earlier in the year where they were just an absolute covering machine. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, I mean, if you just take a look at their game log and their spread log, I mean, it, it they have since I'll just say this since I don't want to count everything here. Since December 27th, they've covered and won one, two, three. They've covered three games since December 27th. That was against the Pistons, the Thunder, the Lakers, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, uh, and the Jazz team, man, they, they are hooping. And they, uh, and they can't score. They yeah. can't score. 109.4 yeah. points per game in the last five games. 25th in the NBA. They're, they're struggling to get to 100 any given night. Unfortunately, and the thing that makes me concerned for the Utah Jazz and the reason that I'm not locking the Utah Jazz today is that the Utah Jazz couldn't stop anybody. They couldn't stop a middle school basketball team. They're letting anybody and everybody score on them. But their only issue is that they are scoring 127 points per game, so it doesn't matter if they're giving up 121 or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Jazz giving up 128.8 points per game in their last five games. Defensively horrible. Best play. Let, let, let's just let, let's just take the Jazz to score, man. I just I just don't think Brooklyn's gonna stop them. I'm Jazz team total over and just call it a day for me. For as bad as the Utah Jazz started during the regular season uh, against the spread, uh, especially on the road, since December twenty first against the spread, they've covered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, Eight of the sorry, seven of the eleven games on the road, and they've been against some of the better opponents: Sixers, Bucks. Um, Seems good, man. Yeah, no, David Jones. Jones. I would, I would keep it if you played the plus one on the Jazz already. I would keep it. I really do think they're going to win the game, but off the chance that this like team total over. I think team totals have actually been doing really good. My guy Ron was talking to me about those. So I've been trying to play a little bit more team totals with some of these teams that I just think are dominant. And this Utah Jazz team, like we literally don't have that concern of them on the road anymore because of what Moodle just said, eight of the last 11, they're covering and, and handling business. One, it was at one point that you couldn't even play this team on the road, and now they've yeah. worked themselves to a 500 ATS road record. Yeah, right now I think that team total is going to be at 117 and a half. Um, so they've scored. They scored 120 against the Sixers, 132 against the Bucks, 126 against the Rockets, 124 against the Pelicans, 123 against the Wizards, and 134 against the Hornets. So, so, who, so who stands up today? The Nets defense or the Jazz offense? Because the Nets have a really good defense. They're, I mean, it's a top ten defense. I'll give you that. Yeah, they just can't score, and that's why they're losing these games. But they're holding teams under these totals. Yeah, I mean, over the last four games, like you mentioned, they are a top five. Uh, actually, they're number four, I should say, as far as defensive rating goes uh, for the um, for the Brooklyn Nets. So, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think you got to continue. You're right that you just got to continue playing the Utah Jazz team totals, and they're playing with a high pace as well. They're number four as far as pace goes over the last five games. Is this going to work out with Ben coming in the lineup, back in the lineup? Probably not. I would think Ben would push the pace, but I don't think he's going to play a lot of minutes either. They should really start. Like I would, I would look for any reason not to play Spencer Dinwiddie today. 
like any reason possible, I would look for any reason not to play Spencer Dinwiddie. I would 100%. I don't care if Ben missed the entire season up to this point, which he basically has. I would play him today over Spencer Dinwiddie, and I would actually give him a full minutes count just so I wouldn't have to give it to Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, what other player props are you looking at? We need to make an all – chat, y'all should make an all, uh, all-trash team in the league this year. All-trash team in the league. Who's on the all-trash team? I feel like that's a cool little bit. You said, what are we, what are we on, player props? Yeah, player props. <clears throat> huh, let's see here. I actually like Claxton today. Nick Claxton on the boards? I, I like his points prop. I think that okay. he, I think that it's going to be easy for him inside the paint, bro. The, the Jazz defense is so soft. Like as much as I really, really like the like that team, like if anybody's, if they're going to let anybody score, they'll let Brooklyn score. Yeah. Like if they're going to let anybody, you talked about the games and just listen to the points totals. You have one thirty four, one twenty two to Charlotte in a win, one twenty four, one oh eight to Washington. Okay, good def- defensive performance there. Then you gave up 154 to New Orleans, 126, well, one, I'm sorry, 127 to Houston. That was an overtime game, but you still gave up 127 and 134 to OKC. I understand it. I understand that OKC is the better scoring team, but like this team, I can't stop anything. Yeah, I agree. Inside the paint, inside the paint, they're one of the bottom five teams in defending inside the paint. Nick Claxton, uh, I, th- I think he's going to get open. I think he's going to have what, – what is his line at? Ten and a half? Thirteen and a half. I'll take it. I'm not afraid. All right. A uh, lot of people mentioning the Colin Sexton um, points prop. Cash cow. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing real well uh, for the Utah Jazz. There's no question about it. Uh, market finally made the adjustment. He was hovering around 18 and a half. They finally adjusted it to 20 and a half. <laughs> and a half. Uh, last five games, he's averaging 23.2 points per game. Uh, these two teams did match up in Utah uh, earlier this season, and context in that game had 27 uh, against the Brooklyn Nets um, in a game on December 18th. Where the Jazz won, <clears throat> excuse me, one twenty five, one hundred eight in that game, and that was a game where let's see, Cam Thomas this had thirty two for the Utah Jazz. Um, Walker Kessler had fourteen and fourteen. Tht in that game throw had twenty seven uh, for the uh, Utah Jazz, but yeah, that's the only one I'm looking at. Colin Sexton, the the chat mentioned it there as well. Anything else you're looking at? Jordan Clarkson, over 18 and a half. Yeah. He's been playing real well as well, coming off of the bench uh, for the Utah Jazz. Last five games, averaging 18.6 points per game. Had a 33-point outing against the Rockets, 19 against the Wizards two games ago. Did have a, uh, a little bit of bad shooting night against the Hornets, where he only had 14, but he was 6 of six of 15 from the floor. 14 uh, points in that game. <clears throat> All right, anything else? No, no. Oh, well, I like Laurie, too. I'm honestly, you could sell me on anybody on the Jazz. <laughs> you could sell me on anybody. All, All right. right. Next game on the board. Let's go to my part of uh, the country, the L.A. Lakers. They are in Houston here tonight to take on the Rockets. Lakers currently sitting as a one-point favorite in this game with a total of 230-and-a-half. Injury report for the Lakers. Anthony Davis is questionable. LeBron is questionable. Cam Reddish and... Uh, Gabe Davis, sorry, Gabe Davis, Gabe uh, Vincent are going to be out 
for the Lakers. The Rockets pretty pretty clean injury report. Tari Eason is out, um, and Victor Oladipo is nowhere to be found. Um, Terrell, start with the side here. Minus one in favor of the Lakers. Hosting the Houston Rockets and the Lakers, like we talked about, coming off that double overtime victory over the Golden State Warriors. So is this like, is this the game where the Rockets just randomly get up for the Lakers? I mean, I think everybody gets up for the Lakers. But coming into no, but the Rockets, the Rockets have some games where they just, oh, LeBron and the Lakers coming to town. All right, what it, what was it? I, I feel like there's a couple wins outright. Yeah, there is. They've won two. They've won two of these last five games outright. They've covered three of the last five against this team. <sighs> Lakers are shit defensively though. I think one of AD or LeBron is sitting here tonight. <laughs> I think after the line the, is going to tell the, that as well. After the double overtime game. Yeah. I don't know. They're always questionable. They, they can play. <clears throat> Do we just take Houston? How does Houston not get up for this? <laughs> I mean, Dylan Brooks is going to be up for it for sure. <clears throat> It's it's just that Houston is such a shit. Matter of fact, no, I said I'm not taking Houston again. I, I forgot. I said I'm not taking Houston again. All right, give me the Lakers. I'm sorry, I forgot. I said I'm not taking Houston again. And they lost to the Nets. Like after after I said I'm not taking Houston again, they proceed to lose to the Nets. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's an, yeah, no, I'm not taking it. This is this is classic Lakers script. Crap classic Lakers script where they beat up on a team that is under five hundred. I think this line, yeah, like I mentioned, is saying that somebody's going to sit here for the Lakers. Um, but only one point here, like that's something that doesn't. How many cost. games did you say the Nets covered since December or whatever? Um, uh, I think it was four. And Houston was one. Houston was one. Uh, yes, yeah. Yes. It's, so, <sighs> this is a no bet for me. This is a no bet. I don't. I don't have a play here. I'm. Not, I'm taking Houston just because. But it's Lakers team. Although they are giving up points at a high rate, they're also scoring points at a pretty high rate and a pretty efficient uh, clip. Fifty-one point three percent from the field over their past five games. That's actually good for fourth best in the NBA. Uh, so I'm really, I'm concerned about the offensive output for Lakers, even though Houston through different parts of this season has looked really, really good defensively. They kind of st- taken a step back in the past five games, but they've looked really good defensively over, over the past, this entire season as a whole, but I, I, I can't trust Houston, man. That's ultimately what this is. I think that there's some teams that you can just trust some teams that you can feel good with uh, how do we how do we like Houston at this point in the season? They're just playing bad basketball. This is a front end of a back to back. The Lakers are in Atlanta tomorrow, which also gives me another indication that somebody is sitting. Bro, they lost to Portland and Brooklyn in the last three games. I'm not taking Houston, which means they're going to beat the Lakers start tonight. <laughs> Which is probably true. It's very, very much probably true. You probably should bet Houston because of that. But 
Only the Lakers would lose to a team that lost to Portland and Brooklyn in their past three games. <laughs> um, I'll take the Rockets here. I like. I, I'm not gonna. I mean, we give out picks for every single game here. I'm gonna take the Rockets. Will I have money on this? Probably not. I'll probably look at the Rockets early in this game, um, like a first half bet. But I mean, it, it's it, again, we don't know who's actually gonna be playing for this Lakers team here tonight. Number one, like we mentioned, coming off of the double overtime victory, and then they're on a front end of a back-to-back where they are in Atlanta here tomorrow uh, against the Hawks. So I, I, I just think, think it's hilarious the that had wins against both of these two teams in the past five games. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else for the side, at least? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking Total, at the over, though. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at Yeah, 230 and a half. Yeah. Lakers yeah, 16 and six on the road towards the over. Damn, really? Yeah. And that's one trend that I've been looking at. Um, Shit. Why have I not been playing that? Wait, hold up. 16 and six. Yeah. So at Damn. home, Lakers 15 and 10 towards the under on the road, 16 and six towards the over. Shit. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you to go against that. What the <laughs> hell? Four, five, six. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten, eleven. I mean, see, I mean, it makes sense though. The team's shit defensively. I'm kind of like, if we're talking about anybody that still has a job, kind of concerned on how Darvin Ham still has a job and how bad this Lakers team has been defensively. But they're the the like I said, the fifty one percent from the field, one of the the best scoring offense over the past five games. Yeah, you have an overtime gear that's game that's probably juicing the numbers there, but they still put up one forty one against. Uh, Chicago, 116 against the Clippers, 134 against Portland, and then that 112 clinker against the Nets. But not really concerned of Houston and how they're – I just don't like how Houston's playing basketball. It doesn't seem that they're even – like it seems like they've hit that rough part of, this, of the season. And maybe it's an Ime Udoka thing because when you think about it, this Boston, when his first year with the Boston Celtics, this same part of the season, the Celtics were the same record. Just about the same record before All-Star break, and then after All-Star break, he kind of puts the team together, and they go on a run, and that's when they ended up making the finals. So, it, yeah, I, I can't trust Houston right now, man. I can't trust Houston to do anything. Actually, instead of the over, give me a Lakers team total over. 14 of the last 15 uh, road games for the Lakers have gone over the total. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, over for me as well. Uh, yes, when I am taking the Rockets. Uh Player props. Anything you're looking at? No, because I don't know who's going to play. Somebody mentioned D'Lo uh, in the chat. Forgot who it was. Uh, yeah, Fahrenheit 451. D'Lo has been playing real well. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't Yeah, he has been playing very, very well. And you know what? It may just be my bad luck. I cannot remember the last time I cashed a D'Angelo Russell prop. <laughs> He's on the list. I actually like, kind of want to go do some game. research. I know I don't bet him that often. My use, my you know, the attempts of I'm probably only about maybe six, seven attempts there. I still can't think of the last time that he's he sent me to the promised land. So some people, you just stay away from. Him. I stay away from him. Um, Anthony Davis, if he does play tonight, look at his points to go over twenty five and a half. Uh, he's been. Dominating the Rockets, or at least over the last four matchups, 27-40, um, I think they get him going here tonight. Shangun may get into foul trouble here tonight, trying to guard Anthony Davis, but 
Shangun's probably and a half. Some noise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been he's probably about real good. I'm telling yeah. you. Let's I hate this Lakers team, man. I would, I would love to see them play a lot better when you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on your roster, but everybody else's shit. It's either D'Lo or Reeves for me. I feel like that's the play. You either back D'Lo or Reeves, but I'm probably going to go Reeves. All right. Um, let's see. Anything else? No, I'm good. Let's go. All right, let's keep rolling here. I guess we got a lot of game to get to here. Let's go to the um forgot to do a banner here. All right, let me, I'll save that for the next game then. Uh, let's go to let's go to Timberwolves. They are in OKC here tonight to take on the Thunder. Thunder currently sitting as a two and a half point favorite in this game with a total of 224 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams here, let's start with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they are going to be um, pretty clean for them. Mike Conley is questionable here tonight, and Jalen Clark continues to be out. Well, Casey Thunder, uh, no injury reports submitted just yet. They did play in Detroit last night, losing by 13 points as a 12.5-point favorite in that game were the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. So maybe they were in a look-ahead spot against the Minnesota Timberwolves here, but... Uh, Terrell, let's start with the side here. Minus two and a half in favor of the home team. The Thunder hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Buddha Life said uh, many OKC games going to be good. It better because both of these two teams were looking ahead to it, weren't they? I believe so. Both of them were looking ahead. How do you lose to the Pistons? How do you lose By to the 13. Spurs? Both of them looking ahead to this game. I... I <laughs> So it's like, you're like, oh, OKC is going to come out mad. Well, shit, Minnesota should be pretty bad, too. <laughs> it should be pretty bad, too, after blowing the game to the Spurs like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, I'm right with my guy Shea. Shea and Thunder, I'm not going to think too hard about this one. And uh, look at OKC and what OKC is doing, ATS, this season, especially as a favorite where we kind of, uh, we're fating them 20 and 10 as a favorite this season, 30, 15 and one, 16 and six at home, 15, uh, guilt, looking at it straight up, 17 and five at home. They're able to get it done. And I'm I'm going to fade this Minnesota team that struggles scoring the basketball, man. They struggle score the basketball. You look at their points total and what they've done the past five games and they've given up, they've scored 113 against the, the Spurs. That's no, not 113. I'm sorry. Given a scored 112 against the Spurs. That's horrible. 96 and an, was that the overtime game? That wasn't the overtime game. Was that the overtime? That wasn't overtime which, game. Which game? The Nets. Whatever. 96 against the Nets. 118 against the Wizards. 125 against Charlotte in a loss. And then they played this OKC team uh, five five games ago and only scored 97 points. They're struggling to score the basketball. I trust OKC at home. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and roll with OKC. Uh Fourth matchup of the season between these two teams. OKC has won um, both. I think, yeah, they won um, at home 129-106, and then they won in Minnesota 102-97 as well. This should be the fourth fourth and final match of the season between these two teams. I mean, Terrell mentioned it, the home uh, and road splits for the Thunder of the season. Uh, have been a night and day difference. They've just been dominating at home. I think it's a good get-up spot for the Oklahoma State Thunder here as well. 
uh, 16 and 6 ATS at home this season. As a home favorite, they are 13 and 4 as well, and 15 and 2 straight up. So, OKC for me here as well. Total is uh, starting to go down in this game. It's now currently sitting. Because it wasn't at, even close. They didn't even get the two. Did they get the two on it? Barely. They were at 199. I think that was the last game in Minnesota. Well, yeah, 102 yeah. yeah, they didn't even get the 200 points last. And you and now we're sitting here at 222 and a half. Yeah, it's that yeah, money's coming in on the under for sure in this game. How do you take an over with Minnesota right now? Four or five, four or five hitting the under in the last uh five games. You're looking at them last 10, four and six to the over, three and seven for OKC. Yeah, I'm, it's a clear under for me. I'm not even going to think about it. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to waste any time either. Under for me, player props. Uh, chat's talking about it. I concur. Rudy Gobert really should have like 20 rebounds today. If he doesn't, like, it's the most Rudy Gobert thing ever if he doesn't like slam this rebounds prop today. So I'm like you with Bam that anytime I bet on a Rudy Gobert prop, this yeah, yeah. my way. Rudy definitely on the ban list for sure. 100%. Yeah. But I'm saying he should really like he should really have 20 rebounds today. So last four games against Thunder, four rebounds. I think that was a game I bet on. He only played nine minutes and he got ejected in that first quarter. And then so this season, 16 rebounds, five rebounds, and then 18 rebounds. Wait, he's got a five rebound game in there. How many minutes did he play? 29. <laughs> That's exactly why I can't. I can't. I can't. All right. True. Respect. Respect. If you don't play Rudy Gobert today, I'm not even I'm not even gonna fault you. I'm not even gonna fault you. <laughs> I feel like I bet him the five rebound game too. I'm trying to go back and look. He's on the five I feel like rebound. I bet him the five rebound game too. That's why I'm tripping. Respect. I'm not even you know what? I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad at you. I'm really not. Why do you have a five-rebound game against them? The Thunder give up rebounds to everybody. I just want to see who got the rebounds in that game then. Uh, let's see. There was not a single player on the on the Timberwolves team that had double-digit rebounds. Edwards had seven. Cat had six. Right. Gobert had five. What's base points prop tonight? <laughs> What's Shay's points prop tonight? Because we're not going to talk about Rico here anymore. 31 and a half, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Shay would probably be my only look. Maybe Anthony Edwards, but um, yeah, I'm staying away from props in this game. Uh, you have anything else for this game? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, next game on the schedule here. Let's go back to the game between the. Sacramento Kings, they are in Memphis here tonight to take on the Grizzlies. Uh, currently, this line is sitting as a nine-point favorite in favor of the Sacramento Kings with a total of, let's see here, what's the total of this game? Uh, 223 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, start here with the road team, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, pretty clean injury report. Everybody is a go. Um, for the Memphis Grizzlies, they did play yesterday, I believe. Uh, no injury report submitted for them just yet. Um, they 
Let me go back to Sunday schedule, see who they played here. They were in Indiana yesterday. They lost that game 116-110. Now traveling back home where they await the Sacramento Kings. Kings like nine points here, Terrell. What are we thinking? Uh, yeah, I'm not laying nine with the Kings. Am I? Am I? No. No, I'm not. I'm not laying nine with the Kings, am I? No, I'm not. No way. Give me Memphis. Uh, this Kings team has been so frustrating this season. Um, let's see what they've done on the road. It's, it's so... My issue here is I don't know how I can trust the Kings team that is so up and down defensively mm-hmm. to continue to cover this line by margin against what is this one of the best defensive teams in the league yeah like oddly one of the best defensive teams in the league like when they start losing more and more players that's when all these dogs and you have all these dogs on the on this Memphis one let me just say I don't know how many executive of the years Memphis has, but I think that I, I they really keep a good program where they just have a bunch of constant dogs. Gigi Jackson, Vince Williams comes in, playing really good ball. Jacob Gilliard comes in and starts locking people up from Richmond. Like this Memphis team keeps a really, really good roster. And I'm telling you right now, I'm getting down on Memphis to win it all next year. I'm calling for Memphis to win it all next year. When everybody's back, I'm calling for Memphis to win it all next year. Nonetheless, take Memphis here. I'm not laying those points with the Kings. Kings are way too—they're way too flu- they're, they're way too up and down defensively for me. And I know for if anything, this Memphis team is going to hold you to a low points total, point, points total at the most part. So if the Kings aren't scoring, are they covering games by margin? The Kings probably win this game, but they probably win by two, two to four. Yeah, Memphis on back-to-back situations this season. One and six straight up. They are three and four against spread, but six and one towards the under uh, in those back-to-back games. And Kings, they've been good all the road this season, covering the number. I believe it's still at 14 and eight, but can you trust them almost laying double digits here? I don't think I can. They're also another team that turned towards the under uh, in road games this season. 14, seven and one in their road games this season are the uh, Sacramento Kings. Um, so... Yeah, take that, uh, those trends for what it is worth. Uh, thoughts on the total? Under. Under. I'm, I'm rolling with Memphis and how Memphis yeah. is playing defensively. I think that they're going to – I think they're going to throw some looks at the Kings and really fuck them up on the road. And it's, it's – do, do the Kings score something? Is it going to be enough? Probably not. 223 and I really wish I got the earlier number, but 223 and a half. I'm willing to still go under here in this game. I, I'm trusting Memphis defensively. It's slow pace by Memphis to control the game and just give themselves a chance like they've been doing literally this entire stretch. You look at their last five games in ATS and they go, they cover against the Pacers as seven and a half point dogs, went outright as large dogs to the Magic, Miami, and Toronto. And then, yeah, they didn't cover that game against the Chicago Bulls. So, I'm yeah, I'm I'm rolling with Memphis here. I, I think that they're going to control the pace of the game. This is going to be the same ugly Memphis game that we've been seeing in Memphis under two twenty three and a half. I think this is too much. Um, these two teams did match up earlier this season in Memphis one twenty three ninety two victory for the Sacramento Kings in that game. Um, player props, what are you looking at? Nothing. 
Yeah, I I did really. I mean, maybe some bonus rebounds I would look at. He had twenty. Do we? So since Scott isn't here, do we just go all in on the Barnes under? Oh, he's coming off of that game against the Warriors, is it? Uh, we had thirty-seven in that game. Was that the last game they played? I don't think so. I thought it was one after that. that. They didn't have a game. Yeah, twenty in that game. Yeah, they had the Dallas. They had Dallas after that. So that was another revenge game for him. All right, chat saying don't fade Scott today. Looks like chat saying don't fade Scott today. So oh, oh, National Blowout Association, he's saying that the Kings are going to roll roll them today. What if it's a blowout the other way? Oh. <laughs> nah, I feel it. I feel like we talked about our blowout. The next game should be a blowout. We talked about our blowout today. I don't have to talk about another one. I'm, I'm done talking about blowout stuff. That's disgusting. Harrison Barnes at 14 and a half points here tonight. You said who? Harrison Barnes. Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going right. to ruin it for somebody. If I if I get on the Harrison Barnes props, I'm going to ruin it for somebody. I know I am. Give me Vince Williams today. I'm going to just keep rolling with Vince Williams. He's been pretty good in the PRA aspect. All right. Anything else for this game? Ooh, no, I'm good. All right, next game on the board here. Let's go over to the Washington Wizards. They are in San Antonio here tonight to take on the Spurs. Spurs, four-point home favorite with a total of 241.5. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Washington Wizards, pretty clean injury report. Isaiah Livers is the only one that's going to be out for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Dominic Barlow is questionable. Zach Collins is questionable. Other than that, it's everybody on D-League assignment uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, let's start with the side here. Terrell minus four in favor of the Spurs hosting the Washington Wizards. You can play that again. Yeah, let's just go ahead and take the points here. Washington plus four. <laughs> nah, do I? Yeah, I'm taking Washington plus four, man. Washington on the road, 14 and 14, nine and one against the spread. But the San Antonio Spurs have actually won. They're going to find a way to blow it after winning against Memphis. I mean, not Memphis, against Minnesota. Minnesota. They're going to find a way to blow it. I'm telling you, they're going to find a way to blow it. Three and that's really, it's really, it's honestly not truly a handicap. It's just me following the Spurs team closer than I probably should. And it's because, you know, one of my favorite players play there. I follow this team closely more than I probably should. They're going to they're gonna randomly find a way to blow this game at home to the Wizards. This is when everybody backs the Spurs. Everybody goes and, and hops on the Spurs train. And they suck. Because we have to remember that this team isn't good. They're just fun. Yeah. They're going to blow this. They're, they are going to find, there's some way, somehow, they're going to find a way to blow this game. So these two teams matched up in... Washington and Spurs, or sorry, the Wizards were a four-point favorite in that game. They lost that game straight up and covered the spread. So it seems it might go the other way where the yeah, Wizards win this game. Right, they're going to go on the road. They're going to go on the road to win. Yeah, I think my more favorite play in this game is going to be the over. Um, Spurs the Jones, at home. The Jones yeah. Bowl again. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Spurs at home this season have been a cash cow towards the over. Uh, let me just pull up that number. 15 and 7 towards the over 
at home. I know the last two games have gone under, but that was against the Blazers and the Timberwolves. But again, I think defense in this game is definitely going to be um, non-existent, I guess is the word there. But Wizards over the last five games, number two in pace. San Antonio, number nine in pace as far as the last five games as well. On offensive efficiency, um, teams are not very efficient. But again, I think that just along with the pace and lack of defense, I like to like the over in this game. What are your thoughts on the total? Uh, here we got. Yeah, I'm with you, and I'm going with the over. You look at last five games; these two teams, San Antonio's 27, Washington is 28 in terms of points inside the paint allowed. You can go look at points per game metrics; they're bad. Defensive efficiency metrics; they're bad. This is. It, this this is just going to be a shot fest, and honestly, truly, this is going to be Jordan Poole putting up a bunch of shots, probably looking more than subpar <laughs> than he normally does, and that's how the Wizards win this game because Jordan Poole randomly decides that, hey, I remember how to play basketball. This team is really shit defensively, and they have nobody that can actually fucking guard me. I, I hate when I have more excitement about NBA players' talent than the players themselves. There's no reason yeah. Jordan Poole should be this ass this year. Like, there's no reason he should be this ass here. Nonetheless, um, this is probably the game that he wakes up. 16 and a half is his points prop Jordan Poole for tonight. It's in fucking sane. And I don't even know if he's going to fucking hit it. 16 and a half. I don't know. Add Jordan Poole to the all-trash team for sure. Add Jordan Poole to the all-trash team for sure this year. 100%. I'm gonna, we're going to really do it. Don't fucking bet on these guys' team. Um, what else as far as player props? Wimby, I guess we saw news that Wimby's gonna start playing more back to backs or uptick in minutes or whatever. He had 24 in the last match. Back, back on the weekend, I yeah. was shocked. Yeah, he's averaging 28 Maybe. minutes. What did he have in that last? What did he have in that? Uh, what was his, his minutes count? Yeah, his, what's his minutes count? Is he is he finally he's right starting? Around, he's averaging about 28 over the last five. Man, if he starts, if they uptick, that's what we need to. When they uptick his minutes, is the props are going to soar? They're going to yeah. soar through the roof. See, his points prop tonight is at twenty five and a half. His rebounds were at, I think, ten and a half last night when I saw it. Let me just double check because I wanted to hey, get on his pop, rebound. Hey, I bet you Pop just has Lamborghinis just sitting in the garage at his crib. Just has a whole bunch of Lamborghinis just sitting in the garage, and he brings them out once a year. <laughs> Once a year. <laughs> 11 and a half is his rebound here tonight for Wimby. <laughs> Dudes that show up once every 10 games. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Yes, I'm angry today. I don't know why. Everybody's pissing me off today. <laughs> Let's keep going, Rudolph. We're, we're Anything else for this game? Dragging this. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. All right, next game on the board. So we'll have uh, three more games here. Magic there in Dallas here tonight. Take on the Mavericks. Mavericks are a four-point uh, road, uh, sorry, home favorite here with a total of two twenty-nine. Play out the injury report for the Dallas Mavericks. They are going to be questionable tags on Dante Exum, Derek Jones Jr., and Dwight Powell. Maxi Kleba is probable, and Kyrie Irving is out for this game. For the Orlando Magic, uh, pretty clean injury report. Markel Fultz is the only questionable tag here for tonight. Uh, let's start with the side here, Terrell, minus four in favor of the Dallas Mavericks hosting the Orlando Magic. Hmm. Well, you have Dallas laying points at home again. That's always a spot that you can feel comfortable with fate in Dallas. 
I'll say that much. Uh, it's the first game. I, mean, I, really, I don't know who's playing. Like it's hard to handicap. I don't know who's playing. I don't feel good. I w- I can't sit here and say I feel good about anybody. Like I just say that hey, they're gonna hundred percent gonna play in this game. I mean. Dante Exxon's been in and out of the lineup for nagging injuries. Same thing, Derek Jones Jr. Uh, give me the give me the Magic to get it done here, and it's really just more. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the defense of the Magic to show up on the road here. You look at what they've been doing the last few games, and it's it's been really good. And they keep on holding their foothold as a really really solid defensive team. And I think Jamal Mosley really isn't getting enough credit for what he's done turning this roster around and making them into a really, really good defensive bunch. Not giving up 98 to the Suns at home. You did lose to Memphis, but you only gave up 106 and well, 107 in that game. Yeah, you got that 126 and the 124 to Cleveland and Philadelphia. But you're holding you held Miami to 87 points. And regardless of Miami not being able to score, 87 points in any game is respectable. If you hold a team to under 90 in any game, regardless if that team is a good shooting team, bad shooting team, good offense or not, you're that's pretty respectable here. So I'm leaning more into a play on trusting Orlando's defense here and stepping up, taking the points, fate in the, Ma- the Mavericks at home, which has just been uh, not the best spot for them when they're laying points at home. But I, I think that I'm going to trust the defensive tenacity of this Orlando bunch, and then they can do enough. And I think they'll do enough on offense to keep this close. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I like Orlando plus the four. I like the under 227.5 here. I think those are two good plays, but I'll take the under 227.5 more than uh, Orlando on the side. Mavericks have lost for their last five uh, home games. They lost to the Pelicans. Was Maxi Cleaver's birthday? Oh, no. I feel, huh, that's disgusting. Who wants to bet Maxi Kleber? <laughs> I feel like I can't get a, I can't, what is it? I can't get a birthday game that I love. The other day I was over there debating if I was going to bet in Isaac a coral birthday game. It may be Maxi Kleber threes, because that's all he does. I don't even see props out for that. Probably have to wait closer. I mean, to gotta, I mean, it's the it, you got to respect the birthday game. You got to play it, but it's just the yeah. fact of like these are very, very uninspiring birthdays. This is a horrible time of year. Um, yeah, so I'm with you on the magic. But I'm quick, quickly last for the last five games for at home, at least for the Dallas Mavericks, they've lost, they've uh, lost straight up, and they haven't covered. They've been giving up the points as well. So they gave up 118 to the Pelicans. They gave up 119 to the Celtics, 132 to the Suns, and then 120 to the Kings. So I think that Magic probably come in here, put up some points here as well. The Dallas defense just has not been very good. Um, and again, I'm not sure if you read the quotes of what came out of Magic after they were able to shut down the Phoenix Suns uh, mm-hmm. the other night. They just said they pride themselves on the defensive side of the basketball. So uh, in so many words. So I, I'm going to go up against that big three. I think they're going to do whatever they can to at least try to slow down Luka in this first game of for Luka coming off of that 7-3 point performance. So maybe there's some regression there for Luka. I'm curious to see what the Dallas no, this is the second one. This second game. Oh, second one? one? Okay, my fault. Yeah, he had like 28-17 and 28-10-17 or something like that the game after. Okay, my fault. Um, but I, again, I, I just think that this is going to be a game where they'll do whatever they can to at least slow down Luka in this game. Um, but I do think they have some offensive success in this game. So I'll take um, I'll tell the Magic here with you and Magic Team Total over. Um, any other player props you're looking at? Actually, this might be my dog for the day. 
magic. The more I keep thinking about it, the more like the more I think about it, this might be wrong team favorite. Mm. This might be wrong team favorite. This oh, might too be many Luka, points, maybe. This might be Luca getting Luca just getting the points because he's leading this team. Think about it. Luca's points pros at thirty seven. They're, they're, they're not good. De- the Mavericks aren't good defensively. The Magic are way better defensive team. I would say that the only reason that the Mavericks are a better offensive team is because they have Luka. And so if if this Magic defense shows up today, how do they not destroy this team? They've been horrible. One in four ATS, one in four straight up their past five games. The only game they won is when Luka scored 73. So it's either Luka scores 70 points or they lose. His points from tonight is at 37 and a half. Play the magic on the money line. Yeah, I like the magic here tonight as well. Um, anything else for this game? Any player props looking at? You say what? Player props. Uh, well, Luca rebounds for sure. I'm just going to take the best rebounder. Um, well, no, not Luca rebounds. No, I don't want to play that. That's not what I have. Lively rebounds. That's another game I have. Uh, no, no, no. I, I wrote down. I wrote down his, his. That's my handicap for another game. My bad. That is not Luca. We're not playing Luca rebounds today. But I'll take Wendell Carter rebounds for sure. What I'll do is I'll definitely I'll fit, and and it really depends on what the starting lineup is and how I see. Yeah. But I think I'll play a line on Wendell Carter and just assume that you have this Mavericks team that's really bad on the glass, not really good at rebounding, and we're going to take the best rebounder against them. Like it's pretty easy handicap there for me on Wendell Carter. Um, yeah, I can't argue the inside. He didn't play in the last game because he was out with injury for the Magic. Um, that's when uh, Goga Bataze got the start. He's not on the injury Magic. report today, though, is he? Nope, he's not. Yeah, Don't yeah, we're going to Carter. Yeah. Why All is right. his problem out? No. I don't know. Has he been starting for them? I think that might be the question. Yeah, he's been. He's I mean, he's been. We'll see. It's All right. Next game on the schedule here, two games to get to here, Terrell. We've got uh, maybe the matchup of the night here. The uh, Milwaukee Bucks, they are uh, in the Mile High City to take on the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets currently sitting as a four-point favorite in this game with a total of 238 in this game. Uh, Looking at the injury report for the Milwaukee Bucks, the uh, only questionable tag is or sorry, probable is Johnny Santacumpo. He is probable with a non-COVID related illness. For the Denver Nuggets, pretty clean injury report as well. Everybody that is out is either on a two-way contract, and that is pretty much it. So we got Giannis versus Jokic here tonight in the Mile High City. Denver laying four points, hosting the Bucks here. Terrell, what are you thinking about the side? I'm not taking Denver, bro. I'm not, I'm done with Denver, bro. They almost lost that game. They could have lost it. Ugh, Milwaukee's so bad defensively. Just give me the over. I'm not even sold. I'm not even sold on that. I'm really like like are these two of the most uninspiring teams at this point in the season where we're no we know they're good. Like it's not like they're bad. We know they're good. But it's not like they're putting fear in last year these teams were putting fear in people's hearts. 
Yeah. Fear. Yeah. Fear. Nobody's afraid of Denver or Milwaukee right now. I mean, I guess the Celtics are because <laughs> both of them got wins against them. So I guess the Celtics are, but uh, I'll take the points. Give me four in Milwaukee. I'm sure Milwaukee. everybody. I'm sure everybody's betting Denver today. I just would. I have a. I feel. Let me check Visa. I feel like everybody's betting Denver today. Milwaukee has failed to cover their last six road games, and it hasn't been against the greatest competition either. Pacers, Spurs, Rockets, Cavs, and the Pistons back to back. They haven't covered, but they were probably favored in all of those games for maybe the Cavs game. Uh, let's see how they have done as a 81% dog. of people are betting Denver minus four. Oh no, I lied. 60%. Oh no, it's actually some sharp money coming on on Denver. Yeah, I think I like Denver here, man. They've been, I trust Denver. If there's anywhere I do trust them, it's at home. Um, I know against the spread, they're only 11, 10, and one. They are 18 and four straight up at home. It's been uh, a different story for the Denver Nuggets on the road this season where they are 14, 11, much to 8, 16, and one against the spread. Like I mentioned, the Bucks have failed to cover six straight road games uh, thus far, or at least over the last six games there as well. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll take the I'll take Denver here minus the four. You have thoughts on the total? Two, what did I say two thirty-eight. I'm sticking with Milwaukee. I tried to let you talk me into Denver. I'm sticking with Milwaukee. Right. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, so I played this game last year. And I vividly remember playing this game last year. And I vividly remember saying, hey, man, I love the over in this game last year. And that joint went under. <laughs> it absolutely went under. <laughs> so I'm not as, as high on the total of this one. I think that if I were to back Denver, the only way I would back them is a Denver team total over. Because I think that Denver is going to find ways to score regardless. Like, I'm still not sold on this. I mean, I don't even know if anybody's really sold on Milwaukee. There's so much turnover. And the turnover, it, it's not going to turn into instant success and them constantly being able to hold teams to these low point totals. Like I think that the defense is going to show itself a little bit more. And while they're trying to figure it out, they're going to have those gains, especially on the road in altitude where they're not going to get up defensively. They've been really good the past few games, but I'm going to fade that. And I'm going to say that this is the game that Denver is able to run the score upon them. Regardless if, if Milwaukee is able to, to return the favor or not, I'm taking Denver team total over. Yeah, I mean, I get, I can't argue against it. Like you mentioned, that the Bucks defensively just have not been very good, and I mean that's a nice way of putting it. Um, and they've given up points to some of the lesser competition in the association. Uh, I'm gonna fade the recent form. I'm gonna fade the recent form, and I'm gonna say they go on the road in altitude and have a bad defensive game. And it looks right. more like it looks more like what they look like closer to the beginning of the season than it does the last three games. Uh, player props. What are you looking at? Seeing somebody talking about Giannis, I'm not mad at that. I like Jokic. Like you talking about, nobody can stop. Uh, nobody. They don't have anything for freaking Giannis today. Giannis has been on this team all year, and they haven't been able to stop inside the paint. Yeah, they haven't been able to stop anything inside the paint all year. 
Jokic is, is torching the day. I'm, I'm backing Jokic on the points. 30-plus points for Jokic in three of the last four matchups. Two of the last three matchups, he's gotten a triple-double as well. The assists have been there from the against the Bucks. Last three games, 11, 15, and 11 assists. The rebounds, not so much uh, for Jokic. Um, 12, 10, 10, 6. Uh, but it's more so points and assists that have been cashing for uh, Jokic against the Bucks. So um, his points prop tonight is at 27 and a half. I do think that he can get into 30 points here tonight for sure. Um Bobby Portis, maybe nine and a half points on the over on that. I think he can have some success. But other than that, yeah, nothing else for me. You have anything else? No, I'm good. I do like All right, last teams. game on the schedule here. We have the Philadelphia 76ers. They are going to be in Portland. JR, here you go. The Blazers. Um, Sixers 10-point road favorite here with a total of 223 in this game. Uh, looking at the injury report for the Sixers, Embiid, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, all questionable. Guys that are out, Robert Covington and DeAnthony Milton, all out. Portland did play last night against the Chicago Bulls where they did, in fact, lose that game. Um, 104 to 96. Aiton had 22 and 12. Now they are hosting the Philadelphia 76 so we just don't know who's playing. But 10 points right now here, Terrell. What do you think? Oh, National Blowout Association. National Blowout Association. Does, if Joel Embiid plays, does he play four quarters? No. That should be a prop. That should be. Matter of fact, let's get on cut, Moon Off. Let's get on cut and let's offer odds. Does Joel Embiid, if he plays, so if he doesn't play, we void. Does Joel Embiid play four quarters today? <laughs> How many points does Joel Embiid have at the end of three quarters if he plays in this game? 35. Yeah, I was, I was going to say like 40. The Portland's going to get destroyed today. If two of those three guys play, if it's a combo of Harris and Maxi or Embiid and Harris or whatever the case might be, this should be a twenty-point victory for the uh, for the Sixers. So last time they played earlier this season, it was one twenty-six ninety-eight. Philly covered as nine and a half point. First of all, who was playing in that game? Because why was Philly laying nine and a half at home, and now they're ten on the road? That doesn't um, make sense. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it here. Let's get an outline of how how far up can we take Philly in this game? They're gonna win by like thirty. Like it's there's no there's no defensive resistance here for Philly at all, who's a really really good offensive team. And then I really don't think that there's any like I really don't think they're gonna get challenged on the offensive end, and they're just gonna have a defensive performance. I'm concerned that Portland's gonna get to 100 points in this game. Shaden Sharp, Jeremy Grant, Scoot Henderson, DeAndre Aiden, Matisse Tybel started. For the Sixers, it was Harris, Baxley, Milton, Embiid, and P.J. Tucker. I don't know how this line is. I don't know how. <laughs> all right. All right. I think it should be a little bit more than 10 on the road, honestly. Even if it like nine and a half, I would even know. You know what? Maybe they give it a little home court edge. I don't know. 
one of those lines was off, and it seems like the nine and a half was off because they went by like thirty. Yeah, give me Philly by twenty today. I think that that line was only nine and a half because it was only the third game of the regular season. And now we're what, forty-five, fifty games in. So it's Sixers. Sixers are nothing for me. I'm not going to waste too much time on it. Um, yep. Total two twenty-three. It's probably Sixers team total over for me. Yep, hundred percent. Don't think um, that Portland Trailblazers can stop anybody. Yeah, uh, player props. I only see Joel Embiid listed for the Sixers, but anything else you're looking at as far as Portland side, maybe? Uh, dog, I don't know if they're going to get to 100 points. I mean, they only scored what? What did I say? 96 last night against the uh, the the Bulls. Golly, 22 of that came from DeAndre Ayton. I mean, you got the 137 against the Rockets in the past five, but you 96, 100, 109, 110. It's not aspiring. No. It's not aspiring at all. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, just give me Joe B. Joe Embiid's going to – at this point, does Joe B play four quarters? That's the line. What do we even set that line at? Noah's got to be the favorite, right? Yeah. Because point, his point's yeah, probably 36 and a half. His point's probably 36 and a half. Now, do you have any concern that they play the Warriors tomorrow? Mm. No, because because no, because they don't they don't have no issue sitting Joel and B whenever like on back to backs or like if they don't want to play him, they don't have any issue. And I don't know how many games he sat, but what's his what's his game count for he's gotta have that sixty five. Joel Embiid has played. I know he had that long stretch when he was out. He's played in 33 games thus far this season of the 44. So he's only yes, he's missed 11 games already. So he can only miss six more games. Or seven. Yeah, six more. Yeah. Wait, is that the Oh shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's playing. He's playing. All right. I'm not worried. Joel Embiid's playing both of these games. Anything else for this game? No, I'm good. You can only miss seven games before the All Star. Holy shit! Yeah, he only has uh, seven game, seven games more threshold. Because wait, why are people wait? What is the what is the MVP odds at? He's favored. No freaking way! He was at plus one sixty last time I saw it. Let me double check here. Hold on, on. friends. Hold oh, on. Sorry, they call Jokic plus one eighty, Joel Embiid plus two twenty, Shea plus three fifty, Luca seven to one. I'm about to get down. I'm gonna get down on Shea again. He's got seven games. Seven games. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. It's no way he 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 stays healthy. He doesn't for the rest of the season. Only miss seven games. And they're only they only play. It's 40, like when you're in school and you're sitting four. there and they say, "Hey, you can only miss uh 14 days of school." Oh dang, I'm already at ten. <laughs> He has to play 31 of the next 38. Or no sorry, 32 shot. of the next 38. I love JoJo, but no shot. No shot. All right, let's get to... I guess that to... means we get the better props if he keeps playing games. That's no shot. Seven games? And we haven't even gotten an all-star? He only has seven games left? That yeah. rule is so stupid, by the way. But seven games left already? I thought they should have made it like 70 games. I had 65... 
No, they shouldn't have like 60, but whatever. We'll talk about that in the offseason. All right, lock and dog time, Terrell. Uh, we're an hour yeah, 45 good. in. It's been a movie here for us. Um, you want to lead us off? Uh, yeah, I can. All right, for my lock. So, you know, for a very uninspiring, even though it's a lot of games, a lot of these games are very uninspiring to bet on. Do I just take a chance on Philly? John B's not. He's only got seven games left. He can miss. Give me Philly minus ten. He's playing National Blowout Association. He only he only has seven more games he can miss. He's not missing this game. He's going to miss seven games over the time the season's over. He's not going to do it now. Before the season's over, he's going to miss seven more, but he's not going to do it now. So if I got Joel Embiid, I think that they're going to cover. Give me Philly minus 10. Small lock. For my dog, do all roads point to Orlando? I think so. Yeah. Why would I not take – Orlando is the better defensive team. Arguably more well-balanced on offense – you have Franz Wagner back in the lineup. You, Paolo Bencaro still hooping. Wendell Carter should be able to really give Dallas some issues on the board. Really, really give them some issues on the board. Yeah, I'm taking Orlando to get it done at plus 150. Plus 150 for the Orlando Magic. All right. All right, for my lock, I think... It's going to be either the under in the Kings and Grizzlies game or the over in the Wizards and Spurs game. I'll take the Wizards and Spurs. Uh, give me the over in that, 241 and a half. Um, and then for my dog, I'll go with uh, – give me the Phoenix Suns, plus 140. Yep. That, was, that was the next one I was going to say. Yeah. Plus one forty, Phoenix Suns against the Miami Heat. Uh, Heat have just been absolutely uh, atrocious at home this season, and we talked about uh, the trend that Troll points out when the Heat are favored at home. It's up to three and a half, but I see a plus one forty on the money line, uh, obviously. So Phoenix Suns plus one forty for my dog. All right, Troll, let's put together our underdog fantasy entry here for tonight. Again, make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. If you haven't already signed up with an account for Underdog Fantasy, you'll get a first deposit bonus of up to $100 using that promo code NBASGPN. Um, all right, where are we starting, Terrell, for tonight? I'm not afraid to take Brunson. Okay. I'm actually, no, actually, I am kind of. Because what if they, what if he doesn't play the fourth quarter again? That screwed me the other day. I don't know what game it was. What, what day was it? Oh, the fucking Nuggets. Nuggets suck, man. It was the Nuggets where he where I had twenty five and a win, and he didn't play the fourth quarter because they were beating the shit out of the Nuggets. Never mind. Okay, maybe I don't want Brunson today. Valentunas, I'm 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 gonna stick my head on Valentunas over. Well, not excuse me, higher eleven and a half points. Jonas okay. Valentunas. We'll put that in. Uh, you want to go Jokic points or points and assists? Pra. Hmm. Go, go. You can do PRA. Well, wait. Do we have a spicy on his uh, triple double today? Yeah, one point two five. Let's do it. All right. We'll throw that in there. So Jokic to record a triple double. Uh, what else? 
We have Embiid, but again, Embiid may not play. That's the problem. Man, if he doesn't, we get a push. But no, we don't have to take Embiid. Let's go Afro Man. Allen. You want to go? What do you want to do? PRA? Or rebounds? <sighs> yeah, I can go for PRA. Let's just right. been there, man. We could do points and assist at 20 and a half, points and rebounds 27 and a half, rebounds and assist at 14. What's his assist, bro? Uh, Wait, points and rebounds three? So it's two. And a, okay. Yeah, I can go. Uh, yeah, we can go PRA. All right. Because if, if he gets five assists today, I'll be kind of pissed if I, that we didn't play PRA. All okay. right, so we'll throw that in there. Higher 30 and a half PRA for Jared Allen. So our entry for tonight, we're going to go Jonas Valanciunas, higher 11 and a half points. Nikola Jokic to record a triple-double. That's spicy at 1.25. And then Afro Man, Jared Allen, PRA, uh, higher 30 and a half. That $20 entry will get you a return of 150 big ones uh, if you or if we do um, hit all three of those. Courtesy of Underdog Fans, again, NBA SGPN. Make sure you use our promo code um, on Underdog Fantasy. First deposit bonus of up to $100. And again, merch store sale going on till the end of the month uh, using promo code PLAYOFFS. 15% off of everything in the uh, merch store there using promo code PLAYOFFS. Hour 50 in the books here, Terrell. Anything else we want to mention before we get out of here? No, get us out of here. All right, make sure to follow Terrell on Instagram and, and on X at ReallyRail underscore underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. We'll be back tomorrow between myself and Scott. Same time, same place for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Um, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.